So that's the problem with ego is that the ego's always got some sort of ulterior motive mm. that's going on. It's it, yes, it's it, you're not really doing it. You're not fully doing it when the ego's involved because the ego's concerned about how do I look? Are people going to like this? Will people accept me? Will this be brilliant? Will this be shit? Will I, you know, will this like it's 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 concerned with all of that stuff. And while all of that stuff is going on, that's all energy. That's all an incredible amount of our physical and mental energy that's that's going into those thoughts that could be placed on the thing itself. This is Way of the Artist with Brandon Colby Cook and Evan Schulte. Identifying your blocks and demystifying your struggles so that you can claim your own path and make your life a work of art. Another day, another episode. And we're getting into it. We're talking about some creative stuff. That's what we do. I don't know if I want to uh, tell everyone the title that we're kind of working with, because I feel like it might change over the course of this. But I will say that we're, this is going to be an investigative thing. We've kind of come across an idea. We want to look into it. We want to investigate it. We want to kind of see how maybe it plays in. And um, at the end of the day, I think this is both to help us kind of be more creative, um, pursue more of what we're trying to do, be open more to doing what we're trying to do or discover. And at the same time, as we do that for ourselves, you know, share that with everyone here listening. And maybe you guys agree, maybe you don't, maybe you can add something to the conversation, of course. And this is what we're up to today. Uh, you know, <laughs> we're going to be talking a little about kind of like getting that ego out of the way, <laughs> which is this ego and how does that maybe play a part in all of this? And uh, yeah, that's what I got. So what do you, what do you think, Evan? What do you want to add? Yeah, yeah. I'll just I'll just say sort of our working title for this, which could yeah. change by the if when you clicked on this, you you would you'll know what we ended up calling it, and maybe it is. But we, our working title for this one is is uh, disappearing into creativity, and uh, this one I'll I'll just sort of say where, you know, Brandon, you were mentioning some certain things about you know, what are we listening to when we're creating and like. You know, it's easy to, like, as a filmmaker, it's like, okay, we're going to make sure we get these shots and da-da-da-da-da, you know, like, these systems, these mechanics of just how to just do things a certain way, but there's not necessarily creativity involved with that. And then uh, I recently watched an episode of a fantastic show on Netflix called Chef's Table, um, where they profile all these great incredible chefs from all over the world. And there was this one with this uh, woman who's a Korean, this Korean woman who's um, like a Buddhist nun. And she was talking about how she mentioned at one point how there's no creativity when there's ego. When the ego's involved, creativity disappears. And it was one of those things that when I heard it, when when I heard it and read the subtitles that were happening there, but I, I just, I saw it and it felt so refreshing while at the same time felt like something that I have known forever. You know, I, I find that sometimes those pieces of, of perennial wisdom have that kind of effect, like they're ageless. 
Mm. You know, like they never, they never fall out of fashion. You know, like they're, they just, they, they carry on and on and on and on. And they feel so kind of novel when you hear them. But at the same time, there's always this quality of, I knew that. Mm. I don't know how I knew that, but I knew that. And you're like, just reminding me of something that I'd maybe forgotten. Uh, so that's sort of, uh, in terms of setting the table for this one, what I wanted to, uh, to leave out here. So. All right. Well, this was kind of like, we, we did have a discussion before this and I said a whole lot <laughs> and then you said a bunch, but at the end of the day, I think that kind of little bit of information that, that thing you came across, um, this whole thing is no creativity with ego, right? Basically. Um, so I want to ask you, what about that rings true for you? Okay. That's a, that's, that's the big question there, isn't it? Um, the, I guess in some ways it's like, it's kind of like, let's talk about ego first and foremost. Let's talk about this thing called ego. Um, I think it's something that a, a lot, we, we have a more sophisticated understanding now, generally, as a, as a, as people. I think it used to be something that, um, you know, and, and I think to a large extent, some people do, but like we used to have these expressions of, oh, they've got a big ego. And we still say that kind of stuff. And it was, it's this statement of, oh, somebody's really full of themselves, you know, somebody thinks really highly of themselves or whatever. And, it's, and I think that we're, we're collectively, we're starting to understand the more nuanced, um, deeper understanding of what ego is, which is, you know, it's essentially the image of yourself, the idea that you have of yourself, um, which is made up of a bunch of ideas. You know, you're kind of made up of a bunch of experiences and things you've learned and knowledge you've acquired and and memories and and projections. And that's all sort of makes up the person that you are attached with the label that is your name. Um, so it's a vast and very complex thing, our egos. Um, the problem with the ego, I mean, there's numerous problems with their egos, um, namely kind of getting involved in things it doesn't have really great business being involved with, which is one of those things is creativity. Um, because the ego is essentially comprised of things that are already known. It's, it's stuff that is already known to you. And as we've discussed many times on the show before, creativity also only occurs in the unknown space. So it's, uh, I hope that the sort of the logic and the step-by-step -step kind of realizes like, oh, okay, so creativity can only happen from the unknown. The ego is created out of only what is known. And so it cannot actually step into that space of unknown. It can make stuff. You know, like it can make stuff, it can contrive things, right? But it cannot create things. Mm. Creation comes from somewhere else. Mm. Does that answer? Yeah, the that's question? great. That's that's wonderful. Actually, no, that's wonderful because you know you could say, yeah. I mean, there's so many ways to continue to rephrase that, which is like creativity 
is only possible when the ego is out of the way or removed, but it's like the unknown. You can only explore the unknown when you let go of the known. Yeah. Or you let go of at least what you think, you know, so you could go into what you don't know. So in a lot of ways, the ego is kind of, it's like a, almost a prison cell to what you think, you know, and, and that's why part of it is, you need to be able to step outside of yourself in a way or your identity so that you can find out what's, what's possible beyond what you think you are. And mm -hmm. I think what's interesting about the ego, what this is bringing up for me is that it doesn't mean that it's not true or accurate. Yeah. What you think, you know, about yourself, but it might mean that it's not the whole picture. It might mean that it's just a very small part of what you know of yourself. Yeah. And so in some ways, creativity is about expansion and expansion of self. And in some ways, um, you know, I some of the, one thing that came up for me, I'm I'm trying to put this thought forward in the most clear way. <laughs> and I just said about three ideas at once. So let me just stop and start again. Pride. Pride is mm. has a very it's two two sides of a sword. It has a good side and a bad side. To be prideful. To be arrogant, uh, these this is a deadly sin. You know, it's a bad thing. It's destructive. Yeah. It's it's really not good. It's not healthy, and it will lead you down a bad path. Arrogance, all sorts of stuff. But pride in honor, pride in um, care, pride in taking care and putting effort into and premium quality pride. You know that is is honorable that's a good part of pride right so there's pride in um your team your family what you build you know your your creative project all of that that's good so i think like ego has this kind of tight-knit relationship with pride and so i think you can maintain a certain amount of pride in the part of you that you maybe like maybe the part of you that you've kind of built up to to this point but recognizing that that's not all you are that you there might be something beyond that. So yes, that might be true, but you don't need to cling to that. Like that's all you are. You can let go of it and see, you know, maybe there's something more or something else, which might even be better than what you think you are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, that it's interesting that you brought that into the picture. I'm reading a book right now by uh, a guy named Thomas Merton and uh, Merton Merton. <laughs> let's, let's enunciate a little bit. Uh, a book by Thomas Merton and in one of his chapters, he said something to the effect of pride is one of the heaviest of burdens to carry. Hmm. Um, because yeah, it's, it's, um, pride, pride can lead us to make very stupid decisions. It, it can close us off. It can certainly close us off from, um, yeah, it can certainly close us off from from creativity. Um, so just to like, I, I don't know, maybe bring this into more of um, an example of, of how this looks in action, right? So let's, let's talk about a group of artists that, that we are quite intimate with, uh, having been in that world and having, and being of those, <laughs> this group. Um, actors, <laughs> actors, actors, um, you know, yeah. like, like many, many artists, like we would say like, oh, they've got pretty big egos and stuff like that. But 
you know, actors are uh, are an, an interesting bunch, and and I'll speak just for myself, but in my own experience as an actor in training and in auditioning and performing all of it, there can be a great deal of ego and pride that is caught up in that. And what that can lead you to do is to make really dumb decisions, um, which is essentially you try and control everything that you're doing all the time. You're trying to perform and control everything that's going to happen which you can't, it's a futile thing to, to go about. But more importantly, it, it keeps you from actually really exploring and discovering something, right? Because these things, and sometimes it doesn't always come into play, but a lot of the time it comes into play where you go, oh, okay, well, um, at this moment, I'm going to do this thing because I think that will be really impactful on people if I do this. You know, it's, this is a contrived notion, a premeditated action of something that you're going to do and it's going to wow the audience. This is the ego. And, and you know, it's, um, you, can, you can call it clever. You can, you can call it interesting, perhaps, but you can't necessarily call that creative right? Because it's a manipulation. That kind of thing is a manipulation of yourself and it's a manipulation of the audience to a certain extent. Um, and some people like to take that route and I, you know, that's all the power to you. Go for it. Um, but for myself as an actor, what I've begun to find is what great actors do, which is coming in with this deep sense of not knowing and um, a complete letting letting go of, of all of those notions because I think that they understand that that's going to keep them from, from that sense of aliveness, that sense of presence, that sense of um, that's going to actually give their work a shot at being something of quality, I guess. I don't know how, how other... And so I don't know how to put it in, in any other way. Um, and it's one of those, those interesting things where it's like you let, the more you let go of that ego, the greater, the, 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 the greater your quality, the quality of your work and your life tends to, tends to take, it takes sense, tends to go in that direction. Um, where, you know, which is, it's funny because there's no faking that thing. There's no mm -hmm. faking that, that letting go that is required to make that happen. Um, but it's, it's interesting that it's the outcome that your ego is trying to create, you know, but your ego is trying to construct it. It's trying to, to manipulate it and force it to happen. Right. But there's no, you can't force that that thing to occur. I said a lot, so. <laughs> All good things. Let me go back to the one where you mentioned kind of uh, something of creating something of quality. And I think that this is kind of a good way to put it because things that are contrived, things that are usual, things that are premeditated, they're not creative. They're almost obvious. They aren't really quality. They're kind of subpar. You know, they're they're, they're barely acceptable, you know, and, 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 and I think that there's a lot of 
people who kind of they they do work that is barely acceptable not because there's anything wrong with them but because they never open themselves up to true creativity and they wonder like why they're not kind of getting the part or making an impact with the performance you know and stuff like that and i think it's because well you're choosing something that's barely acceptable and it is acceptable but it's barely acceptable and and what happens is it just it's 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 one of those things it's like it's not really quality because you know as an audience member experiencing it or a witness of it you're kind of like yeah you know okay like kind of saw yeah. that coming like it's kind of you know and and when it happens there's nothing really there's nothing surprising it about it yeah yeah and it doesn't quite feel profound you know there's yeah. like a there's a quality of profoundness and creativity it's like profound even to you when you stumble across it you know i might say that creativity is um finding an option when all the obvious ones are not available or are not acceptable you know it's 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 that option you find when you know the obvious things are not acceptable and the um or they're just not available you know like when people when people are very controlling right they have a uh, they have a kind of a postulate that they believe there's a certain number of outcomes. People who are very controlling have a very difficult time with creative people because creative people are able to think of options that manipulators haven't thought out. They're, 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 they have ways of navigating beyond cliche, obvious options. And they are very adaptable, you know? So in some ways... <clears throat> when you submit to the unknown when you when you let yourself kind of be in a place of like i don't know what's going to happen but whatever happens i'm going to find a way i don't need to know what that way is but when it happens when i get to that bridge i will find the way to cross it or i will find a way to get across or i will find a way you know is this kind of thing that's very exciting to watch someone who has that mentality, right? And I think creativity, it asks of you to have a mentality. And ego, unfortunately, stifles this mentality because it's very controlling. It's very predictable. It's very obvious. It's like, I need to know the way before I get there. That's what ego wants, right? But creativity goes, we'll get there, but we don't need to know how. We think we know how, but if anything goes to shit, if anything goes off, we'll find another way. Don't know what that way is, but when we'll get there, we'll assess, we'll make a decision, you know, and that's, that's truly exciting because if you think about watching, say a movie or a performance or to whatever it is they're, they're trying to do. Oh, Yeah. You you want to sorry you cut out for for just a few seconds. Can you reprise that? Well, I, I probably recorded all of it, but I <laughs> just to sum it up. I think the thing is is having a path that you think you're going to walk is ego. Getting to a place where you come to a, a an obstruction or something that stops you, that's and then you find a way based on responding to that not something you planned on, but just by 
dealing with it, that's creativity. And I think creativity is a certain kind of confidence. It's a certain kind of letting go of needing to know and embracing your ability to deal with it when you get there, you know, but it's, Mm -hmm. it's also creativity doesn't mean that you just go, I'll just throw it all to the wind and just figure it out. Like that's not what it means, but it means that I have creativity to call on when I need it. You know, it's not like you have to rely on creativity 100% of the time. I think sometimes things are very practical. Um, You know, they can progress in a very somewhat methodical or predictable way, but um, creativity has its place and it's, it's a necessary ingredient in art. You know, it might not be the ingredient, although it seems like it, but it's a necessary one for sure. Yeah. I, I, I love it. Just the sort of what you said about throwing it to the wind, right? It's like, yeah, you don't, you don't throw it all to the wind. It's not just whatever, but you have to throw something to the wind. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you have to throw something to the wind in order for you to have a, a, a even just a hope of, of something um, creative to happen. And, you know, a word that I often see that goes alongside creativity is spontaneous as well. Mm. You know, creativity is a spontaneous thing. You know, it, it, it arises out of the moment. Um, something else I wanted to mention, uh, too, just as far as this whole thing of, of ego is concerned, is that, you know, a lot of... And again, I'm just speaking from like the acting world, but I think that there's probably a lot of other artists out there in different fields who've probably heard this sort of little nugget of wisdom that exists um, within within these these circles. But one of the the big things, like in in acting, that teachers will say is like, well, you 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 can't be afraid to make a fool of yourself. That is whether you know the the person who said that is aware of it or not that is a comment about ego Mm. that is completely a comment about ego you've got to be willing to make a fool of yourself which is you know you got to throw that thing to the wind (laughs) you know like and and you've got to make an make an idiot out, out of yourself sometimes you know that's the that's the risk that you have to take that's kind of the um the cost, you know, that that's, which is another thing that we, we had talked about as potentially a title to this episode was like the cost of creativity, you know, like there's a, it asks of something, you know, it has a, it has a certain ask from mm-hmm. you, um, a certain sort of surrender, a certain kind of, you know, you've got to relinquish all of your ideas about what this thing is, what this thing is supposed to be, who you are, who you're supposed to be. You've got to, you've got to let go of some pieces of that thing to discover something. And, you know, if you've ever had this experience out there and, and, and I think that that's why this was something you sort of mentioned, Brandon was, this is maybe why so many people are attracted to the arts is for this very thing that we're talking about um, is because there is this, this element of, of ego death that can happen 
in the arts where, you know, we say like they, we lose ourselves or they, we disappear into our work and this sort of thing. Like it's, it's our language implies this, this loss of ego in this process. And when we kind of look back on those experiences, when we reflect on it, you know, there's this reflection of just being so, it, there's, there's this blissful quality that, that, that comes with that experience, mm-hmm. right? Where it's just like, oh yeah, there is, when all sort of self, um, in, in a sense, self-aware, a certain sense of self, maybe not self-awareness, but I don't know, like this, all thoughts about ourselves kind of give way to whatever the thing is that we're doing, whether we're, we're, we're acting or making music or painting or sculpting or potting or, or what else, what, what other art forms are? There? There's plenty of art forms, but just like the, there's this quality that can, that can happen when we're really doing those things, when we're, and, and when we're doing them extraordinarily well, there's no, there's no, or at least to a large degree, we lose our sense of selves in the process. You know, there's something about how, and almost meditative, you know, where like your mind becomes almost extremely quiet and there's just, there's just this thing that's happening. There's not you doing the thing anymore. There's just the thing. (laughs) Hey, it's Evan with a quick public service announcement. If you're enjoying the conversation you're hearing and finding it helpful, then please help us and take a second to subscribe to the podcast. And we can all be people helping other people. And that's awesome. Now back to the show. Yeah. Yeah. When you're fully doing something, you don't really think about yourself because you're so focused and, you know, involved. And, you know, it it is truly a great, wonderful place to be to be so involved into something like watching a kid play with toys you know um fascinating when they're totally just involved in it right and i'm not just talking about that situation that was just an example but um when i was a kid i used to play with my toys and you know you you would almost have to snap me out of a trance because i was so investigated and in, like no, no invested into it <laughs> investigating but i was investigating i suppose yeah, this totally. story but i was in what i meant to say is i'm invested in this thing and i was really like these these characters and things that i was creating and they were what they were doing i was just so involved in it and yeah um me the i the brandon disappeared because it was kind of irrelevant. It didn't really matter who I was. I was simply in the world, you know, and I didn't really, and this is kind of disappearing into the art because I didn't need to exist anymore. It wasn't necessary. It was, and it didn't matter. I wasn't doing it because I wanted someone to be impressed with how I played. I was actually playing because I really was playing. And I Mm -hmm. think there's something about this conversation which is kind of poking up for me, which is like, it's about really doing it, you know? And I think sometimes the ego, Mm. when you have this, this kind of anchor to the ego, you kind of know you're not really doing it. And there's a kind of a falsity to it. You know, it's a, you've, uh, 
Yeah, Sorry, you're, you're nodding. You're just so like, <laughs> you're, you're, I don't want to. I don't want to get too far off this topic because I feel like you're going to be able to throw some things in on this. But yeah, like by letting yourself disappear, um, there's a freedom. There's a there's a whole new thing that arises. Yeah. Oh man. You know, like it's it's interesting. Like as you were the words were coming out, it was just like I was. It was it was like I was picking up on on where you were going before before the words came out of your mouth. And I was just like, oh, shit. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, oh, but now I'm just trying to, like, there was a way that you worded it that was just like, that's so on the nose. For me, at least, it, it just... Well, know, on when... the nose means cliche, Evan. <laughs> but on point. <laughs> it was on point. It was on point, Brandon. Or as you would say on occasion, shots fired. Yeah, yeah, shots fired, definitely. Um hit something yeah uh, no what what was it oh my god i mean i know it's know, weird just talking it's like, about uh... play you're talking about play and when you're just playing like it's just there's no sense of 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 yourself in it oh yeah and so that's the problem with ego is that the ego's always got some sort of ulterior motive mm. that's going on it's it, yes it's it, you're not really doing it you're not fully doing it when the ego's involved because the ego's concerned about how do I look? Are people going to like this? Will people accept me? Will this be brilliant? Will this be shit? Will I, you know, will this like, it's, it's, it's concerned with all of that stuff. And while all of that stuff is going on, that's all energy. That's all an incredible amount of our physical and mental energy. That's, that's going into those thoughts that could be placed on the thing itself. Mm. on the real fully doing and investing in, in what's happening. You know what it's kind of like? It's like uh, you have an inflatable and you have a hole poked in it. That's kind of what the, e when you're, when you're too attached to the ego, it's like air is just leaking from it. You know, it's just like mm. losing its firmness. It's losing something. It's sinking because it doesn't have the buoyancy, right? Like it's like, yeah, you know, I, I, I love that imagery because it's like, you know, it's like you're really trying because like no one's denying like people who get into the arts, you got to be kind of crazy to do that. You got to have a little something crazy to do that. But it's like and and you care about it and you're passionate about it and you really want to do it well. Of course, that kind of goes without saying. But like I love that image because it's like it's like you got that air pump going and you're just pumping that thing so damn hard. And this thing's just kind of like, you know, it's sort of like poofing up a little bit, but then it's just... <laughs> the air just kind of keeps on seeping it and it's like and ultimately you're left with this like half inflated constantly leaking <laughs> little inflatable this whatever the fuck it is but uh i love that i love that image you gotta love the analogy right i i had a i had a big thought about this uh two weekends ago it really hit me hard and I mean, this is a lesson I think that I've probably revisited many, many a time over the course of my life, but I was thinking about a lot of things and, you know, this whole need to be liked and this need to be accepted or this faux need, right? Um, it's part of the problem. You know, the ego wants, wants to try to harness that, right? It wants to, um, it wants to figure out how to play the game. You know, it's, it's, it's very much for a lot of people, their ego becomes about, I know how to get people to kind of accept me, to like me. I know how to get them to not like me. 
I know how to avoid the things where they will be mad at me or not accept me. And I think with art, you need to kind of, you know, almost disregard that faux need, you know, because this need to be liked is kind of what keeps you attached to the ego, right? This need to be perceived a certain way, this need to, um, you know, like, what's the word? Like just to design almost your appearance to how, you know, and I think just how people accept you or like you. But the, the thing is, is with art, with creativity, if that doesn't matter, you become incredibly free to explore and you become open to things that are not like, they're not going to limit you because if you're scared to look bad, you're not going to be willing to be a fool. You know, you're not going to be willing to do the thing that is unacceptable. And I think there's a part of art and creativity, which the unacceptable needs to be an option. You know, what, what is unacceptable, you know, not to say that you will take that option, but the fact that you let it be an option to some degree is an important part of the process. Because if you're, if you don't have a lot of options, there's not a lot of creative output. You know, creativity has many options. And I, I would argue that the more options you have and the more options that you see available, and especially the options you see available that others don't, that is what gives you creative freedom and power and ability. Um, you know, you can be controlled when you don't have a lot of options because people can shut off your, your pathways. But if you have, you know, all those options and more, and you have options up your sleeve and you have resilience and you have things like this, your level of creativity, your level of ability to navigate and find your way through and be dynamic, not only for an actor is that fascinating to watch, but it's an incredibly great skill as a filmmaker because you can be like, oh shit, we just lost our location. The light's going down. You know, we're, we're running into all these problems. Our, our sound operator wants to leave early, you know? It's like, holy shit, what are we going to do? But you start to go like, okay, can that kid hold the boom? Okay, he can. Fucking great. Good, good enough. Come bring him over here. Okay, can we borrow your gear for the rest of the evening? Look, we'll pay for it. You go do whatever the hell you want to do. We'll give it back to you. You know, whatever. We're all insured. You know, just <laughs> whatever. Yeah. You know, it's like, but you, you, you have a certain kind of like way of just saying, let's find a way. You know what I mean? I remember mm -hmm. one time, uh, just to give a story to give context to this, I remember one time we were filming and we had a sound operator on set and he didn't even work his full day. He didn't even work his full eight hours. It was like four hours in or something like that. And he was like, I don't know, he got in a mood and he's like, I'm out of here. And I remember being like, okay, well, we just lost our sound operator and uh you know, and, 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 uh, basically people came up and they're like, well, what's going on? I said, well, this is what we're at. They're like, okay, who do we know? That's a sound operator. And people literally started calling people and we got another guy <laughs> to just come on set and do sound for the whole rest of the day who wasn't even hired on the show. And then he ended up being our guy, but it was like, you just, the, the amount of kind of creative options that are available when you don't submit to needing to because I could have gotten embarrassed. I could have been like, oh, I'm fucking the show up. You know, like I did, I didn't do something right. Or, you know, or they don't like me. Um, and everybody could have just been a victim, but we all just said, 
we're doing this, so let's find a way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think creativity is kind of like that. And in some ways, you find almost better things by being creative because, you know, you're never held for ransom either, which I think is a really important part of creativity. Creativity allows you a certain kind of freedom that without it, you just don't have. Yeah. That reminds me of a quote that I saw from, uh, from Sadhguru, which was, it was like, it's, it is better to have a passion than a plan. If you have a passion, the plans will will follow. <laughs> or I love something that. like that. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. I get the essence of it. Yeah, because plans will fall apart, right? Plans fall yes. apart all the time. But if you've got a passion, that'll push you through. You know, that that gives you the clarity, that gives you the, you know, the wherewithal to to make something happen. You know, like what exactly what you're you're talking about, right? Like it's the plan goes to shit, but there's a passion and the passion finds a way. Mm. The passion finds a way to make something happen. Yeah. 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 And, and passion is, you know, in some ways passion is the great eraser of the ego, because when you're passionate enough, you don't worry about yourself so much. You just focus on your passion and then you don't really need to be so much the ingredient because without passion, if it's all like, I'm so great. I'm going to do this thing because I'm great. Um, if at any point anything defies that or goes against you being so great, all of a sudden the plan breaks down and it's like, what do you got? But passion, it's not, it doesn't really matter who you are. It's like, I'm going to do this. I want to find a way to do it. Like, I don't like, it doesn't even matter if I'm not enough to do it. I'm going to find the right people. I'm going to find the right way. I'm going to do the right things. I'm going to, you know, and, and every time, um, you come up against the challenge, you just go, okay, like, what's the way to do this, you know? And, and I think in some ways, there's something so wonderful about being passionate. I mean, I feel that I've had the good fortune of being passionate in my life. I mean, I know you, you witnessed that of me and it, it, it is the best state of existence. In my opinion, when you're so connected and so passionate, it's just like life is so, so rich because you just have like a like a like an underlying kind of like fuel and fire that's just constantly like stoking you to just live and be alive and do and um it's 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 a incredible thing to find something or find a way to express your passion and i think it's a great shame that so many people missed out on that opportunity or they never exercised it or never like were encouraged to go for it, you know? Um, cause I think sometimes all someone needs is a little bit of an encouragement. I actually honestly think that sometimes all somebody needs is just to say like, Hey, I don't know if you think you can do it, but I think you can. And I want you to try. I think, I think it'd be good if you tried, I think it'd be mm-hmm. good if you, if you, if you go for it, you know, and, 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 and let's see, like, you know, I think you have it in you, you know, I believe in you and those types of things, those types of comments, you know, they, they can get someone who maybe just thinks like they're, they're so worried. They're kind of caught in their ego. And they just, all of a sudden they break out of it for a moment and they go, maybe I can. And like that, maybe I can, that is abandonment of the ego. It truly yeah. is. It truly is. Cause if you, if you think about the term, maybe I can like, right. Or I think I can. That's you for a moment going like, 
I think without what limited me before, which is my ego, that I could do it. So you're kind of saying that you're kind of saying like, without my attachment to who I think I am, maybe I could, maybe I could find my way, you know, yeah. everything's got to start somewhere. Yeah. yeah. No, and definitely like just a little bit of encouragement. And another word that comes up for me is permission. Oh yeah. You know, sometimes yeah. it takes somebody for some reason, like even though you never needed it in the first place, but like I've had that experience, you know, where I've had an acting teacher one time, <laughs> you know, just we were working a scene and I said, I was like, I was like, oh, well, you know, I kind of had this, this impulse. I had this sort of, and then he, and then he was just like, do it again. Like, 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 he's like, just go, just do it. Just like, just like run it right now. Right. And then at the end of it, it was, I was just like, oh, like, like, thank you so much. You know, like I was a young actor and praising my teacher as if he had, he had done this for me. Mm -hmm. And in a way he had an involvement, but he was just, he, he was just like, he's like, he's like, I didn't, I didn't do anything. I just gave you permission. I just gave you permission to do the thing that was already there. You know, the, the thing that you, you sat on, right. That, that impulse, that feeling, that, that direction that you sat on and why did I sit on it? Probably some ego shit. Yeah. Oh, well, this isn't the, this isn't the right thing to do. That could look weird or, you know, whatever the hell it is. Right. And so you don't, you don't take action on that impulse. You, know, you don't take action on that thing that struck you in the moment, you know, that truth that hits you in the moment, you know, cause that's, that's the thing with truth. It's, um, truth is found moment to moment. It's not, it's not, it's not collected. You know, you don't collect truth and, and store it in a bottle somewhere. You know, you find it like in every single moment it's there. And I think that that's also why, um, you know, this whole thing about this, this relationship between unknown and creativity and ego and all of that stuff. And truth is a big part of this too. You know, mm -hmm. like that's where, um, there's, there's something we might call truth that happens in there as well, right? How can you possibly understand the truth of what you're doing? You know, cause that's, that's a big part of the you know, the, the artist process and in, in what you're doing, like it's this constant figuring out and paying attention of like, what, what is this thing right now? You know, and, 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 um, I'll take it away from acting for a moment, you know, because like you can talk about how like moment to moment is so important there. But, you know, I remember watching during at the, the early stages of the, uh, of the pandemic when things were really in, in lockdown, my wife and I were, were addicted to this show called uh, Portrait Artist of the Year. <laughs> it's this British show where they had brought in all of these terrific artists um, from the UK to do these portraits. And whoever won got like this big grant and did, a, uh, did a, like this really lovely portrait. So anyhow, um, it was fascinating to watch all of these, these artists work in their different mediums and how they're bringing together this picture of this person, but they're constantly checking back in to the canvas and the person in the canvas and the person in the canvas, not just because they were trying to create, you know, an image of some people created these very realistic images, but others, you know, 
that's not what they did at all. You know, they they were much more expressionist or or impressionist or, you know, with how they approached it. But there is this relationship, almost like this this struggle, this give and take, but it was like listen it was like I was watching them listen to the canvas. You know, of like, what am I seeing here? Is that the thing that I'm seeing in that person there? And if I make one more stroke here, is that going to be too much? Mm. Is that, or is, or does, is it too little? Like it's, and you know, that's something where it's like you have kind of in painting, you have time to sort of sit and meditate on it. But at the same time, there is this kind of immediacy, which I related to as an actor where it was like, no, you've got to see what it's, you've got to listen to what it's telling you. Because it will tell you where to go, you know, like what's appearing before you is telling you where to go if you're paying attention, mm. right? And and there's no ego in that. There's no ego. That's just that's just a a kind of a, a harmonious symbiotic relationship with the thing that 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 you're doing. Yeah, I like it. I, I like the <laughs> I like the relationship, and I'm very interested in seeing that that show because. I mean, I don't know if it's the one, but that sounds great. Oh, uh, we just watched it on YouTube. All right. It was just show that was on YouTube. There's a couple of seasons of it and it's uh it's great. It's it's really quite wonderful to watch. Highly recommended. <laughs> well, like, I mean, I don't I don't know what else to say because I feel like we kind of got to the point here. I think what we've kind of discovered as we've gone through this whole thing is kind of like how the ego gets in the way. Um, that you need to, you need to connect to like a passion or, you know, you need to just get in fully involved in whatever it is you're doing. And if you're willing to abandon and kind of let go, uh, how you look, if you're liked, if you're accepted, you know, you open yourself up to a new world, a new option, you know, uh, which is the world of creativity, the option of creativity. And so, you know, it's in your best interest, I think, for anybody to just be like, okay, like, give it a shot, you know, let's, let's, let's see what happens. And and also, I think it's also a great kind of, uh, this conversation has turned out to be a bit of a problem solver, too, because if you're stuck, you go like, ask yourself a question, am I caught in my ego? You know, am I caught in the, uh, am I caught in what I'm trying to look like? Am I trying to be liked? Am I trying to be accepted? You know, and then go, okay, well, you know, uh, am I willing to let go of that? You know? And yeah. what's the cost of not being willing to let go of it? You know, those are some questions I might ask myself. And I think that might help me to just kind of get over it, get over myself and just do the thing, you know, because at the end of the day, as one of my friends pointed out to me the other day, for no other reason than you're worth it. Mm. <laughs> yeah. You're worth it. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, I, I do think that we've we've kind of gotten to the, the the crux of this conversation at least at least on this day we yes. have. Yes. Um, and as always, these things we you can always go deeper and further into it, um, because yeah, there's not really there's no this isn't one of those conversations that hey there here's a hard and hard and fast answer that's universal and fits all sizes, um, because it's really it's more about something that we become aware of in our, in our own lives, as you're pointing out, like, Hey, is my, 
Is my image getting caught up in this? Do I have like, you know, and, and it's not that there aren't ways in which we can um, confront this stuff. You know, it's, it's, you can develop um, practices and, and ways of, of confronting all of that. Uh, like for myself, you know, I have a, like a kind of a little ritual before I go into performance, which is, I call it, I call it um, my um, surrender exercise where I take like before I'm oh, getting close to like where I'm stepping out to perform, I go to a quiet place or whatever as, as sort of private a spot as I can go to. <laughs> and I just close my eyes and I take three clear, three clear breaths just to try and like calm my mind down as much as possible and after those three breaths, I say to myself, I surrender three times. And it's, it's, it's something I've done for years. And it's a, it's a practice of, of actually just like, I'm in no, um, <laughs> in no ambiguous way. I am, I am surrendering my ego as much as I possibly can. I'm like, okay, I'm letting go of all of my ideas about the, about my performance and the scene that's about to happen and how that's supposed to look and what people are supposed to think about it and how people are supposed to and if people are supposed to like it or not going to like it it's a surrendering of all of that shit you know and it's not a perfect process <laughs> but it's a process it's an acknowledgement of it um and I would, I'll just throw out another kind of practical practice as well that I've learned over the years, which a lot of people have probably heard before, but just expose what all those things are, you know, say all those things out loud. You know, what are those, those things of your ego that are swirling around in your head? Oh, I'm afraid of this. A lot of times it comes out in the, in, in fears. Mm. Fears are usually a good, a good way to spot the ego and just like, all right, I'm afraid of this. I'm afraid of that. I'm afraid that people will, I'm afraid that, you know, you, you just run through the list of all the things that are going on to expose them. And for a lot of people, that's super helpful, right? You can say them out loud. You can journal them, that kind of thing. Um, but these are just a couple of ways, I guess, on a, on a practical level of how we can begin to work with it, begin to change our relationship to um, our egos and their involvement in our creativity. Yeah. I like that. Well, I mean, I have, oh, I, have, sorry. I have a Go few ahead. more, I have a few more thoughts. Maybe I'll share here at the end, but let's, let's talk about the beer and then uh, wrap it up if you want. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 I'm down for that. All right. Uh, well, I'll go first. Mine is um, from Four Winds Brewery. Oh, um, this is called Elementary Lager. Um, I think I might have had this one before, or one of us did at least at some point in the show. But it's good. It's this solid, nice little, uh, you know, it's a nice little lager. And uh, it's real warm today, and that's why I went for it. And uh, I couldn't be happier, Evan. Couldn't be nice. happier at all. Well, I'm... Uh... I'm also having a lager. It's just a lager kind of a day, I guess. Um, mine is, uh, this is one I've had on before. It's from a local brewery. Uh, and it was a growler fill, so I was like, oh, I've got to drink this because it's been in the fridge for a couple of days. And, you know, you got a growler, you got to drink it. Uh, this is from Tapworks 
Tapworks Brewing in uh, in Gibsons, BC. And this is their Crispy Boy, mm. spelt B U O Y. Um, <laughs> crisp, crispy Boy. Um, <laughs> and it's delicious. It's a fan, it's it's a terrific lager. I love it. So. Yeah, I think I've had that one. I am pretty sure I liked it. Um, all right. Well, look, I mean, uh, I, I really, I really liked the way this conversation went and what it opened up and it gave me some more clarity. I would say that, you know, my final thought on all of this is I think that, you know, I think that courage and bravery are really important things because it takes courage to be yourself. It takes courage to not need to be liked, to not need to be accepted. It takes courage to face your fears and do it anyway. And um, I really honestly, uh, I don't think anybody should give in to fear. I don't think you should do anything out of fear. I, I think that, you know, there may be a few rare moments where fear can save your life. But other than that, I really don't think it's a, it's a good guide. I don't think it's a good uh, place to make decisions from. I think it's a mistake. I think it will lead you down a bad path. And I think you'll find that out uh, if you follow it too far. So I would say the sooner that you nip that in the bud, you know, the sooner that you decide, I will not let fear run my life. You, you find out what you're made of. You find out that there's so much more in you. You can call that bravery. You can call it courage in some ways it is, but you don't have to erase the feeling of fear, but do the opposite of it. You know, get in the mentality of, I feel fear and fear is telling me to do this. So I know to do the opposite, you know, train your mind, train yourself and what you're going to find out. And I know this from personal experience is that it's not as scary as you think. It's really not that bad. And if you just went, towards it, you'd realize that this big bad monster is actually not anything to be afraid of. And you'll actually ask yourself, why was I ever scared of that? Why did I ever even run from that? You know, it's nothing. And, and every mm -hmm. time you face a little monster that seems so big to you at the time, you will be able to face a bigger monster and that monster will become little. And I think when it comes to creativity, creativity is a scary idea. It means go into the unknown you know, go into the darkness, go, go up to the monster and look at it. You know, that's what it means in a lot of ways. And I think if you're willing to do that, I think there's great reward on the other side. I think you're going to find out that there's, there's stuff inside of you. You're made of something incredible. And I dare you to go find out what that is. I truly, I implore you to do it. I think that in all scenarios, if you just look fear in the face and you decide that you're going to be okay, fear will back down. You know, you're better than fear. You truly are. There's so much more into you than what you're scared of. And, and most of your fears you're going to discover are rational and they're silly and they're nonsense. And uh, you're going to go from being essentially a child who's scared of the dark to being uh, a warrior that can go out into the wilderness, that can go into the metaphorical forest of life and explore and navigate and find out something incredible and go to mo most places that people will never ever be able to visit because they're just too afraid to venture out there. Oh man, bringing fear into this whole equation at the end. I'm glad it, it made its appearance because <laughs> it, it's an important one. 
Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll piggyback off of the, that fantastic, those fantastic closing comments. Um, yeah, the ego, the ego is, is very much comprised of fears. It's pride and with pride comes fear, which is another, uh, but uh, let's not go down that rabbit hole too, <laughs> too much. Um, and you know, creativity, real creativity is this expansive thing. It, re it, it requires expansion, which means treading out into something that's unknown that goes out beyond what you know, beyond what you've experienced, beyond, it just means beyond something. Um, whereas, you know, with the, with ego and fear, that's, that's, it's not, it's not expansive. It's reclusive. It's a reclusive reaction as opposed to an expansive response. And I guess maybe I'll just finish with that. Like, that question which of those is the option when you when you think of it in those terms do you want to be a recluse or do you want to to expand do you want to be expansive seems like a pretty simple choice to me thank you for listening in on our conversation today we hope you found something helpful that you can carry forward with you Head over to our website, wayoftheartist.com, for more free exclusive material and learn about the show. If you haven't already, please support us by subscribing to the show, sharing it with people you know, and keeping compassionate, creative conversation going.